This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. This holiday season, it's all about the bedroom. And Casper's Black Friday sale has up to 30% off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy place. Only Casper mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate aches and pains. And Casper bed frames are made from the highest quality materials. Give the gift of a better bedroom. Save up to 30% during Casper's Black Friday sale on now at Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com slash terms for more details. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Accidents happen, and when they do, you'll want a lawyer who will stand up to the insurance company and fight for your rights. In case of emergency, have this name in your back pocket. Goldfinger. Brian Goldfinger. Visit GoldfingerLaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. I'm speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors completed a four-game sweep on the western coast. Uh, I, I guess Utah's not really on the coast, but I mean, nevertheless, geography aside, this is the first time the Raptors have gone out west and completed a four-game sweep, which is very interesting. Um, and uh, tonight, they defeated the Sacramento Kings by a score of 114-105. to 105. Um any diehard Raptors fan would know that Sacramento is a bit of a bogey team for the Raptors, especially in Sacramento. The Raptors are, uh, well, I guess they were 4-17 and heading into this game in Sacramento, which is uh, their worst record on the road uh, against any opponent, except for San Antonio, where, you know, San Antonio is not San Antonio. You can understand that. But Sacramento, I mean, they've just given the Raptors trouble, man. I mean, a lot of weird things have happened, you know. Uh, most notably with that Terrence Ross three, that whole debacle, which if you weren't following the Raptors back in, I think 2014 or 2015 when that happened, I mean, just go look it up. Um, it is one of the most perplexing things that ever happened, but Raptors tonight, um, you know, I I thought actually they really did, um, they really did field a pretty good effort from the Kings who, um, were at home, they were rested, they were really prepared, um, to rebound from uh, a terrible loss to the Milwaukee Bucks, who'd like flattened them by like 30 some points, right? Like completely brought them back down to earth. 
So Sacramento really came out, played hard in this game. We're really aggressive, you know, um, defending full court, which I, I think is a waste of energy, quite honestly, in the NBA. People can pass really well and handle really well, but um, just really pressing up into the Raptors, um, making it difficult to dribble and just, um, you know, this is a young team. They, they got a lot of nice pieces, actually. I think Iman Shumpert actually is kind of a nice hustle guy for their starting lineup. I thought he did a pretty decent job overall against Kawhi. Although Kawhi still got his, obviously. But, you know, um, yeah, the Kings just made life difficult for the Raptors. And, um, you know, it took a bit of execution to really finish off this game. And um, I guess I could start in the fourth quarter there then. Because, yeah, I mean, the Raptors committed like six turnovers in the first quarter. looks was looking really sloppy. Um, but just like that Jazz game, they really solidified themselves. Um, the bench came in, did a great job. Uh, I thought just energetically they were really great. OG Ananobi was phenomenal. Pascal Siakam was phenomenal. Um, and they were able to, you know, basically establish a double-digit lead. And um, they never stretched it like they did in the Utah game. Like, it was never like a 20-30 type of game. Um, but, you know, the Raptors were able to basically just keep that, you know, advantage in the double digits, constantly keep the Kings at bay. You know, the Kings would uh, made a bit of a push in the third quarter, picked up the defense, really pressured the Raptors. Raptors got out of that with an 8-0 run. Kawhi Leonard was great. Um, but the same thing happened in the fourth quarter, man. I mean, the Kings, you know, cut it down to single digits. Um, they were looking, they were threatening a little bit. Mar- Marvin Bagley, I thought, was having a, a bit of a nice stretch off the bench. Um, and, yeah, it looked like the Raptors, you know, wouldn't be able to pull it out. But they got just enough buckets. I mean, Kawhi's their closer, and makes complete sense. Kawhi pulled up from three uh, against um, Willie Cauley-Stein to... Um, really iced the game. He also had another drive where, again, he was attacking Colley Stein off a, uh, you know, a switch. You know, the Kings were switching, so the Raptors were introducing the ball screen to make sure he would get the mismatch against a big. And then Kawhi drives baseline and kind of sh- hits this like short fading um, jumper to the side, which was I thought really impressive. Um, and yeah, so Kawhi's just gonna be the guy that's gonna get them shots on the stretch and. Really no better option on the Raptors to do that because he's um, so good at getting a shot off in isolation. I mean, uh, it's not just that he has a great handle, but he just has a great just great balance. And basically, I trust him to attack anybody one-on-one. Like, um, the only guy he's really struggled with one-on-one this year, uh, I think, was Embiid. Embiid really stuck with him really well in that Sixers game. But So Kawhi's going to get the buckets and quite that tonight. Um, 25 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, 7 of 17 shooting a little bit off, but compensated with uh, a perfect 9-9 from the free throw line. Uh, And then, you know, the rest of the team is going to play some great defense. Kyle Lowry is usually going to step in for a charge at some point. He did that against De'Aaron Fox. The thing with Kyle is that he's not just going to step in on a charge for his own man, but he's always going to find a way to help and then surprise a guy. Um, on a charge and you know Kyle is leading the league in charges he takes a charge on Darren Fox got really fired up but also just defensively like the Raptors are really solid like you know when Ibaka's playing center they're 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 really really solid defensively um Pascal really helps because he just fills in all the gaps I mean he did a number on Nemanja Bielitsa today Bielitsa has been great for the Kings heading to this game I think he was averaging about 16 points a game you know shooting 50 percent from the field 50 percent from three uh and just been doing great for the Kings the man has zero points tonight in 19 minutes because Pascal was just hounding this guy. Um, so Pascal's great defensively. And then, of course, Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard are going to be solid defensively. And so they were able to close out the game. You know, credit the Kings for making a push. But honestly, the Raptors, um, you know, aside from looking a little bit tired and road weary, which you would understand, they've spent about a week and a half uh, on the West Coast. And, 
you know, they've been short a couple bodies. I mean, today they didn't have uh, Norman Powell, who, um, you know, dislocated his shoulder. He's going to be out four to six weeks. And also C.J. Miles missed a game randomly with a hip thing. So, um, you know, the Raptors had to kind of just gut it out, and they did that. And so credit to them for doing so. The Raptors are now 11-1 and on the season. Um, it's been very impressive. And in terms of tonight specifically, I thought um, the rotation, you know, coincidentally actually really worked out because – um, obviously you don't want to root for any injuries at all. Like, you know, you're pulling for everyone to be their best selves, uh, on the Raptors especially, but, um, yeah, I mean, no Norman, no CJ, like those are the two guys in the rotation who have been struggling the most. You know, CJ struggling a lot more than Norm. Um, I thought Norm's actually been okay, but with those guys out of the lineup, it kind of just accidentally created the, you know, the best nine-man rotation for the Raptors, which I think we could have all predicted this. Like, this was going to be the nine-man rotation if you are going to pick it, but um, this is the first time Nick Nurse had to actually play this way, and I thought it worked out well. I mean, look, this is not necessarily a, a hugely impressive win to beat the Kings, but um, I just thought that every player out there was real solid, and they were able to... I was trusting them to do whatever they wanted, um, and I thought, you know, most of them played well. I mean, you know, Danny missed some shots, but I thought defensively he was really good. Um, you know, really running... Guys off the three-point line, the Kings off the three-point line. They only had eight threes, which is a miracle in the modern NBA. To only hit eight threes is very, very, very bad. Uh, and a lot of that is credit to Danny Green for running guys like Buddy Heald off the three-point line and running guys like, you know, uh, Darren Fox off the three-point line and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just DeLon, I thought, wasn't great. <laughs> he, he really has to take the jumper, and he's always driving right now, and it's couldn't really get his offense going, and, and I thought Fred, maybe at this point, is shooting a little bit too much, although he had some wide-open looks that he missed that he would normally hit, but everyone else I thought did really well, um, you know, from top to bottom. I thought Serge was, you know, really solid. Uh, you know, he wasn't perfect from the field today, although you will take six from ten uh, from the field with two threes, with 14 rebounds, three blocks, and 14 points. Like, that's a really solid night from Serge. I guess that's an average night for Serge nowadays, which is nice, you know? Like, the fact that he's rebounding is really nice. 14 is a season high. Um, he really scrapped in there tonight. He even got a couple offensive rebounds as well, but I just thought Serge was uh, really solid defensively. But, I mean, part of that is also just that he was able to stay at home a lot defensively, um, you know, because he was covering Colley Stein, who was always going to the basket. So Serge was able to get around the rim and rebound the ball. The Raptors actually as a whole did a really good job rebounding the basketball. 53 tonight um, is a season high. Um so, um, you know, that's it's, it's a good job on them. And then defensively, I mean, that's all I really want to know defensively in terms of rebounding. Like, I need the Raptors to rebound defensively. That's one of their weaknesses, and today they did a great job of that. Um, you know, grab 40 defensive rebounds against only six offensive rebounds for the Kings. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, everyone played their role. It was real solid. They got the win. wasn't necessarily pretty, but it doesn't have to be pretty, man. I just, you know, you just want to get these results. And at the end of a road trip, it's always a tough game to get. And the Raptors uh, went and, you know, got the win, which is great to see. All right. So in terms of your three stars, the first one's got to go to Pascal Siakam, who uh, it was very fun watching Pascal tonight. It really was. I mean, it's fun watching Pascal every night. But tonight especially, I've already mentioned his defense against Bielitsa. I mean, that was just a lockdown stuff. I mean, Bielita was big mad, big mad. It looked like he was going to put uh, Pascal in a headlock, just like how Bielita put Aaron Aflalo in a headlock last year in the most random fight of the year. Um, but offensively, the Raptors basically have decided that Pascal is going to get a couple possessions a game where he's going to go to work and isolate. And um, this is his fifth straight game of scoring in double digits. That's the longest stretch of his career of doing that. But also just 
man, he's just going to go into the post uh, and he's going to drive against guys. That's that's it. Like, that's it. And, and today it was very clear that Bielita couldn't guard Pascal. Pascal was just able to go past him over and over again. Um, they tried um, the Kings as in um, they tried Marvin Bagley against Pascal. Pascal torched them in the second quarter where got him with an up and under move, uh, finished an and one, um, you know, <laughs> drove baseline for a spinning layup. And then the third quarter, that was the <laughs> the start of the third quarter there where the Raptors just kept going to Siakam on Bielitsa. Bielitsa commits two quick fouls, you know, you know, slams the ball into the floor, gets a tech. Uh, and then the next play down, you know, right after that tech, Kyle Lowry screams, ISO, you could hear it really loud on the broadcast. And um, Kawhi's in the corner, Kyle's setting a screen, and Pascal, once again, going to work on Bielitsa, once again, spins, scores, and... Um, Pascal's great, man. He he's just it's it's really fun watching him grow this year. Twenty one points, three rebounds, an assist, two steals, eight of eleven shooting from the field, five of five from the free throw line. His only two misses, uh, well, I guess he had missed three shots, but I mean, two of those misses were on threes, which you know, obviously, you wish he would hit those. But man, he he's doing so good around the rim right now. Like no one could stop him. Like scoring in the fourth quarter, you know, scoring against uh, De'Aaron Fox on a post up, uh, you know, running the lane, Kalari finding him with a great assist in transition. And, you know, you pair that with the defense, like, Pascal has easily been the Raptors' third best player uh, this season. Well, not easily, to be honest, because Serge is giving up some good competition, but I think Pascal's been a little bit better. Um, so, shout-out Pascal. Second star, I'm going to give it to Kawhi. I thought Kawhi just, um, just you know, was, was Kawhi. I mean, <laughs> a little bit sloppy today in terms of his turnovers. I mean, the Kings really aggressively blitzed him. Um, and we're sending extra bodies all the time. The way the Kings played Kawhi was very similar to the way the Celtics played Kawhi in, in the second game of the season where they just wouldn't let him get anywhere. Um, and I think the one thing Kawhi did really well was that he was able to pass out of these double teams. Uh, I know he only had two assists against five turnovers, but, I mean, he made a lot of good uh, passes that ended up being, you know, swing-swing sequences into um, open threes for guys. And whether they hit it or not, uh, it's not really that much of a concern. I just like the fact that, Process-wise, I thought Kawhi did a great job um, dealing against those doubles. And, um, yeah, I mean, first game back after the little jam foot thing, he, he looked solid. He just came up clutch in the fourth quarter, uh, had some big buckets to silence the Kings crowd and also to silence the Kings run in the third quarter as well, including a driving dunk that really, um, you know, made me feel more confident in his health, which is something that I don't think I'll be able to say many times this season. But still, great effort from Kawhi. And then the third star, I mean, give it to Kyle real easily, 16 um, points, two rebounds, only eight assists tonight, a bit slacking, but three steals, coming out with that huge charge. But Kyle's got a ton of these, so I'm actually going to give it to OG and Anobi off the bench. OG was great. I thought energetically he was great, um, you know, uh, having to play a lot more of that power forward role with the bench. Um, you know, again, no CJ, no Norm. Um, Ibaka having to, or sorry, uh, Siakam having to play some extended stretches with the bench. And I thought OG was a good compliment, you know. Um, his his energy was great. I mean, he picked off a pass um, in the second quarter. Uh, it was him and Kawhi guarding, a, I think, Iman Shumper trying to cross half court. And OG just picks him off and then goes the other way and dunks it. Um, and just, man, his energy the, uh, defensively, it was just so solid. Like, it's so rare for a guy who's, like, 21 to, like, make as few mistakes defensively as he does. Uh, three offensive rebounds, seven rebounds overall. 
plus 13, the highest mark on the team, despite only playing 24 minutes. I thought OG was great, so I'm going to give it to OG. I mean, Kyle's deserving. You know, you can give it to, you know, Ibaka as well, but I'm going to give it to OG today. Show him some love. And uh, in terms of your Gerald Henderson award, um, to be honest, the whole Kings is a Gerald Henderson team. Uh, like, this whole... T- but, I mean, I think, honestly, like... Part of it is just the Kings are better. Like they've they've been trash forever, so they they finally got enough guys, enough talent on the team, and um, I think they're they're really solid, especially the starting lineup. I really like watching them play. I've been really keeping an eye on them all year. Um, you know, they've dropped back down to six six and five after being six and three, but really their whole team could be a Gerald Henderson candidate. But if I had to pick one, I would go with uh, Buddy Heald, who. Um, I like Buddy Hield. He's got a little bit of that Bradley Buell in his game now where he can uh, really light up in the mid-range. He can handle a little bit, come off screens, and he could be the one operating instead of just being an off-ball kind of guy. And uh, his energy, he is constant moving. It's hard to guard a guy like that. I mean, he had 24 points tonight, four rebounds, three assists. He was their main guy offensively, him and Fox, um, and Kali Stein diving to the rim. And it's a good combo, real good combo. I mean, it's it's, it's really promising. I don't think any of those, those guys are necessarily all-stars, but – um, it's fun to watch them work together. And I think Buddy Hill, I mean, he's just solid. I, I wish he would get his teeth capped, but he, he's just really solid. Uh, um, you know, I had him as one of my breakout guys at the start of the year, and uh, he's proven me right so far. So that does it for the podcast. Uh, as always, you can find the 10 things on Twitter uh, and um, on the Score app as well. You know, actually read it on the Score app, to be honest. It, it helps me more than to be honest if you guys, you know, engage with it on Twitter. Although, I mean, I appreciate it either way. Uh, and then, yeah, thanks for listening to the podcast, support the Raptors Republic Patreon, please do that, um, you know, the site's doing well, the Raptors are doing well, they're the best team in the league right now by record, 11-1, and one. uh, and, uh, yeah, the Raptors are gonna play again on Saturday against the Knicks, it's gonna be an afternoon game, the podcast might be delayed a little bit, because I think I'm going to, uh, I actually, it's just, the, the logistics are gonna be a little bit tough on Saturday, but, um, I'll be back on Saturday to recap what is going to be a win against the Knicks. The Knicks are not good at all. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.